Welcome to the Dynamic Wit Comedy Show. All right, here we go. Episode 33. I used to do three of these a week, and now, who knows? Might be once a week, might be once every three weeks, might be three weeks. You, you never know. The important thing is we're still doing them. Now, to start today's episode, let me preface it by saying and reminding you, I'm a big sports fan. I've overreacted. I've thrown pillows. I've screamed at a TV. Absolutely. And I'll probably do it again. So keep that in mind as I go over today's episode. So to, to start today's episode, let's also go back and review what I talked about on episode 16. That episode is titled, You Play Because You Suck. That was about uh, dudes who play recreational sports and get into fights because they take it too seriously, forgetting the fact that the reason that they play recreation basketball is indeed because they actually suck at basketball. So let's go further into this. What about parents who overreact at their own children's sporting events? Oh, it happens. The post-game handshake is supposed to teach good sportsmanship, but these coaches from two rival peewee football teams did the opposite, throwing punches in a wild on-field fight in Virginia. Joe Rudolph with the Northeastern Indiana Officials Association says this is not the first time one of his referees has been attacked by a parent. Witnesses at Brooks Park say two women got into a physical fight at this kid's football game, and several people there tell us someone fired a gun. Hey, what? All those were actual news stories. There was a shot fired at youth sports. Just to be clear, youth sports don't matter. They're great for kids. They keep them disciplined. They teach them things. They build friendships. But in the grand scheme of things, they don't matter. You know why? Because if your kid is playing sports for a recreational league, at that age, he sucks too, and the odds that he's going to get good enough to make a living out of it, pretty damn slim. No one's ever heard of your kid. Chances are no one will ever hear of your kid. So why are we attacking referees, punching other coaches, and shooting guns after youth sports games? You're supposed to be an example. Well, thanks to your example... Your little princess is going to grow up to be that girl from the BYU soccer team who is ripping girls down by the hair and throwing elbows in the back of the net. And when you ask what her problem is, know what her answer is going to be? And she's out there. I'm doing this for you, Paul. What's even worse is being mad at a game that you or anyone that you know, including your kids, that, that you have nothing to do with. What if you're just a fan or a spectator at a game and you get mad? You don't even play in it. What is it about football and other sports that brings out the worst in people, especially men? And I'm not talking about men on the field. I'm talking about men in the stands. Just this last week, there was a big game between Colorado and Colorado State. There was a big hit. And now this is happening. 
The Rams were given a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct after this hit, and Hunter returned to the game not long after that. Then he left again and was taken to a hospital. Now, today we learned Hunter suffered a lacerated liver, and he'll be out for three weeks. And fans, they are furious. Tori Mason joining us in studio, and Tori Blackburn and his family now getting death threats. Yeah, people have gone as far as posting his parents' phone number and addresses on the Internet. They've been getting threatening messages and calls. Death threats from fans, not players, not the other coaches, not anyone who is even on the field. You know what Colorado has said about it? It was football. You played to the whistle. It was a big hit. The end. That's the end of the story. How are the people who affect the game more well-rounded about it than people who are just there to watch the game? It makes no sense. I went to my stepson's high school game. He plays in the marching band, but I was at the game the other night. And in the fourth quarter, his school was up 29 to 8. Or excuse me, 28 to 9. They were up by 19 points with just eight minutes left. They ended up losing 29 to 28. It was incomplete and other just, I've never seen a team just blow it so hard the way they did. It's like they forgot what they were doing. I'm going to call it the 9-11 offense because that was a complete collapse. And yes, that game was during the 9-11 anniversary. But my stepson on the way home was like, you know, it sucks to lose, but it's pretty funny listening to the angry sports dads. Yeah, because they take it too seriously. They're not there to support their kid. They're there for their kid to compensate for their own failures in life. Which is why they're screaming things like cheaters at a bunch of 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. And then, okay, so what, I mean, it happens at almost every sporting event. I went to a game with Utah and Arizona State in 2011. Utah was getting their butts kicked. No one was happy in the stadium. And a fight broke out right next to me. The dude sitting next to me started fighting the dude next to him. And the guy in front of us who had nothing to do with them turned around, saw two dudes punching each other, and turned around and said, Oh, cool, a fight. And then he just jumped in and started wailing away. Because the teams were losing. And then, what about what just happened on Sunday night, at the Sunday night football game between the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins? This morning, an investigation into the death of a New England Patriots fan in the aftermath of this confrontation Sunday night in the fourth quarter of the Patriots game against the Miami Dolphins. 53-year-old Dale Mooney was in the upper level of Gillette Stadium here in this jersey and hat. Witnesses say he'd been taunted by Miami fans before this fight broke out. I just saw a guy in a Dolphins jersey come over. He delivered two punches, and at that point, Everybody kind of let go of the guy, and he fell back into his seat, and uh, he unfortunately never never woke up. Hey, huh? Dead fan. Because, because, because sports. That's why. His team wasn't doing well. He got taunted. He reacted, and the other guy punched him so hard that he's now dead. Not to mention knife fights that happen after the Dodgers and Giants games, which happens a lot. People get stabbed almost all the time there. And there's still a quote from, uh, here, you know what? I'll just play a quote from Daniel Tosh when it comes to sports teams. You need people to hate your team or cheering for your team's no fun. It's the whole point. If I make a sexist joke and a group of women are offended by it, these same moron guys are like, oh, the world's so PC, you can't tell jokes anymore. But if I make fun of their team, they're like, I will fucking kill you. 
He then goes on to say that the problem is poor people. It's always in the cheap seats where it always happens. No one leaves a luxury suite and yells, I'm going to F someone up. Yes, this a lot of the time, probably most of the time, is happening when the so-called attackers, the instigators of any conflict and fight, when their team happens to be the one losing. But you know what? God forbid your city ever wins a championship because sports fans will riot and loot and destroy a city to celebrate. What the direct hell on earth happens to sports fans? Yeah, I love my sports. My Niners right now, 2-0. My Utes, 3-0. And on their best moments, which includes five Super Bowls, two undefeated seasons, back-to-back Pac-12 championships, I've never once watched one of the championships and thought, you know what? I better go mess some shit up. That's like being so proud of your kid's accomplishment that you decide to hit your wife. Hey, mom, how'd you get that black eye? Uh, go Eagles. Sure, men wearing the jerseys with other men's name on it. You already seem well-adjusted. You're so ashamed of your own name, you have to pretend to be someone else. Do that for someone who works at your job. And I promise, if you're one of the people I'm talking about, there's someone at your job who's way better at your job than you. Ask them if you can wear your shirt with their name tag on for a day. You will be fired and slapped with a restraining order. Look, cheer for your team. Hoot and holler all you want. But remember, when the game is over, the game is over. I also cheer for the Utah Jazz and the New York Mets. Are we going to win? No. Is it okay? Yes. Is it embarrassing sometimes to cheer for those teams? Also, yes. Do I want to hurt people and break glass? No. Why? Because not legal and not an insane person. Oh, you're going to be in a bad mood because you cheer for the Browns? You're going to kill a guy because his t-shirt said Patriots? Eat my dick. Hey, man. Your team absolutely doesn't even know you exist. Unless you're in the news for doing something, at which point... They're going to wish you didn't exist. And right now, I also wish you did not exist. All right. Thanks for listening.